everyone, and welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I am Duke and Turk. You're, you're both dogs? Yes. You're both of them? Yes. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. What kind of dogs were they? I didn't even look them up. They were uh, like they, Great, Great Danes? Danes or maybe Cane Corsos, they're huge dogs. Huge, massive, but they saved the day. Um, anyways, uh, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in once again for another week. Uh, this week, we will be talking about Swiss Family Robinson, and I'm very excited. And we're going to clarify, we're talking about the 1960 Walt Disney Swiss Family Robinson. Yes, specifically, because uh, there because, have been like a million uh, yeah, different versions. Yeah, there's a bunch of these. There, there was uh, a Swiss Family Robinson from 1940 mm-hmm. uh, that is also on Disney+, Plus. so uh, the version we watched was on Disney+. Plus. Yes. There was a Swiss Family Robinson TV show in the 70s. There was another TV show that I, th- I think was a Japanese anime that was the Swiss Family Robinson what? that was in the 80s. There's been like a made-for-TV movie that was in the um, 90s. Uh, and apparently, there is a Swiss Family Robinson TV sh- series for Disney Plus that is in development right now. Which I am... I'm pretty interested in because I'm wondering if they're doing like a modernized version of it, like a contemporary Swiss Family Robinson, or if they're just remaking the original 100%, story. 100%. I bet they're going to be doing a, a modern day interpretation of it. It's well, gonna be- speaking of interpretations, um, I found out this week that um, Lost in Space is based on Swiss Family Robinson. It's basically yeah. Swiss Family Robinson in space. Well, they're they're the Robinsons in that movie. Well, yeah, it's, but that I mean that's like Danger inspi- Will Robinson. Yeah, inspired by Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, I had cool. no idea. Shout out, Dad, for telling me that. Also, your dad and my dad told us something about. Oh, somebody in the cast. Somebody in the cast. Are we going to yeah. get to that? We'll, in we'll just get to a, that in just a bit. Um, yeah. So this, I remember we. I don't remember where we got it, when we got it, but we got this movie on VHS. Back in the day, mm-hmm. and I think I said it last week at the tail end when we mentioned this, but me and my sister watch this all the time. Oh yeah, I loved this movie. It was great. I watched it. I watched it a whole lot with my family too. It was one of the ones in our rotation that we. There were several of those Walt Disney um, book to movie live action films that mm-hmm. were made all around in the 60s. Yeah, wasn't... Um, there was Treasure Island. Yes, that was what I was thinking. Yeah, we watched that one too, I think. That, yeah, we had that one. I didn't watch that one as much as I watched Swiss Family Robinson, but I watched that one a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was it? There were several of them around this time that were all based off of books. And this one is also based off a book. Did you ever read it? No, I never read it. Did so you? I, I never read the full length book. But they had the great illustrated classics. Oh. Um, if you poten- po- potentially remember that book, Maybe? book series, it was called Great Illustrated Classics. And it was all the classic books, but they condensed it down to just the main bits and they put in some pictures. So, like, every other page had a picture yes. of yes, describing I do. one of the scenes that was going on. Yep. I, I, had feel like all I, had, of those. I feel like I Not had one on Peter really. Pan. Yeah, there was Peter Pan one. I, I had so many of those, and I would read those and then go to the library at school and check out the 
actual version of it. So I would uh, read, you know, Moby Dick, Great Illustrated Classics, and then I would go check out Moby Dick, the, the actual book, and read it. I would uh, Great Expectations, I would read the Great Illustrated Classics, and then I would go and, and check out the full-length book. And Aww. I did all of those. This one I, I, I did not do, but I do remember reading the – because this was very similar to Robinson Crusoe. Yes. Oh, that's what I wrote down, too, that the Robinson name was based off of Robinson Crusoe, Crusoe because yeah. he was also stranded on an island. Yep, that yes. is correct. Yeah. I read that, too. And so, yeah, I did that. And so uh, the filming of this movie actually took place uh, on an island. Right. They, When they were decided they were going to make this, they also came to the conclusion that... Um, a soundstage just wasn't going to cut it for what they wanted to do. And I think we kind of noticed that when we were watching it, we, we said several times like, Oh, all of these stunts and all of these like landscapes and backgrounds and stuff are real. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't look like they're in a soundstage somewhere. It looks like they're actually, you know, doing this. And that's because they were in the ocean, all the waves and them getting knocked in the water and stuff. I'm like, you can't really predict that. Can Mm -hmm. you? I not really. I mean, to some extent you can, uh, I mean, if you live on an island and you're watching the same set of beach for I guess, years and yeah. years, you probably can kind of guess and get an idea. So they filmed on the island of Tobago in the Caribbean. Okay. Um, they found that that was the best place. It had all the different, um, what's the word, climates that they wanted to mm-hmm. portray. It had a huge tree that they could use for the house. Uh, it had beautiful beaches. It had, and it also had a couple of hotels for the cast, the and, cast crew. and crew. So, how long was the filming process? How long was uh, it? Were think, they out there? I think I read that it took about six months, and it took a long time for them to get everything set up because the first day they started filming, they had one of the worst storms that they've had. Oh no! And it flooded everything, and they had to like rebuild some stuff and clean up some stuff and oh wow reassess wow is it tobago or tobago i think it's t-o-b-o-g-a what so tobago no 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 (laughs) i think it's t-o-b-a-g-o tobago tobago like trinidad tobago tobago i always pronounce it trinidad and tobago 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 call back um, yeah um i'm not sure yeah i don't know we'll have to anyway but that's that's I'm interesting sure, though i'm sure the internet will correct yeah, us. yeah they'll let us know um i mean i'm sure i'm sure there were some difficulties and stuff but i feel like filming on an island would be kind of fun right i don't I would, know i, I would like think so um it's not uh a huge island i don't believe mm-hmm. but uh i mean it obviously was big enough for what they wanted to do and they hid everything else because, I mean, there was people living on the island, and, I mean, it's a country. Right. Along with Trinidad. I, I believe that's correct. Don't they consider Trinidad and Tobago one island? Yeah, that's what I think. Or one, one country, I think. I feel like yes. Yeah. I feel like yes. It's many islands, I think. Um, well, I also loved this movie as a kid. I was super excited to rewatch it, because I think before we rewatched it the other day, I don't think I had seen this since I was a kid. I don't remember having seen it as an adult yet. So I was really excited to rewatch it. Um, and 
it was it just like took me back to all the times I was watching it with my family um, at my grandparents' house and um, with my dad and everybody. And we all really, really loved this. This was like a Disney movie that we played uh, a lot. <clears throat> um, but I think I, I told Dalton this while we were watching it. I did not remember this until I saw uh, the first couple of scenes. I had huge crushes on the two older brothers. Okay. The yeah, two you did. You did say that. Fritz and Ernst. Ernst. Yep. Yeah. I I saw them the other day when we were watching it, and I just like had so many flashbacks to like thinking they were so cute when I was little. I was like, oh my gosh, and they still kind of are. Um, I feel like this is this is gonna be a little crazy to say Ernst. What's his real name? Tommy uh, Kirk. Tommy Kirk. Yes. Kind of looks like Ryan Gosling. Interesting. I don't know that I necessarily saw that, but just the face. Tommy Kirk was the it guy for a while, and that's the what. That's the the uh, person my dad gave us some information. Oh, on. okay. Stuff that I knew already. Um, but he was like the it Disney guy until he wasn't. Well, that's what I heard. He was on the Mouseketeers, right? He was on the Mouseketeers. Um, so Tommy Kirk, he played Ernst. Kevin Corcoran played the youngest son, Francis. They both were in several different things together. They played brothers in a couple of different things. They, they were. They did Old Yeller. They did Old Yeller together with Mother Robinson, Dorothy McGuire. She played their mom in Old Yeller. Oh, that's so cool. There's a lot of familiar faces in uh, <clears throat> this film yeah, to for Disney. Sure. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of Disney, I know the youngest brother, Francis, um, that we were just talking about. What is his name? Cole? Uh, Kevin Corcoran. Kevin Corcoran, sorry. Um, was in Pollyanna around this same time. And this is, if I could connect some stuff. We're um, connecting. I'm going to get connecting. Uh, Francis, uh, Kevin Corcoran, was also in Pollyanna. He played the annoying little boy in Pollyanna, and we'll get into how I thought he was annoying in this movie, but it's fine. He was redeemed. Um, he played Jimmy, I think his name was Jimmy Beam in Pollyanna, and that's another movie that my family and I loved. Anyway, the lead in Pollyanna, Haley Mills, mm -hmm. right? Haley Mills's dad is John Mills, who plays Father Robinson. Wow. Right? And John Mills was a famous stage actor. So James MacArthur, who we haven't mentioned yet, who played Fritz. The oldest. The oldest son. He uh, had just been in The Man on the Mountain. Oh, I'm sorry. Third Man on the Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was another Disney movie. Then Tommy Kirk and Kevin Corcoran, uh, they had... Also played brothers in The Shaggy Dog. Okay, yep. And I mentioned earlier that Dorothy McGuire, who played the mom in this, also played the mom to both of those in Old Yeller. Right. Janet Monroe, who plays Roberta. Yes, love her. Was James's love interest on Third Man on the Mountain. Oh. Wait, who? James... Oh, Fritz. James, yeah, oh, so Fritz, they were love interests. Oh, so my gosh. So there were love interests in, the in a Disney movie before this. <gasps> and then, like you said, John Mills, who was one of Britain's most distinguished stage actors, uh -huh. had uh, and had been on the silver screen. He had been in Great Expectations and War and Peace. So he does a lot of uh, classic books to movies. Right. Um, oh, and I just saw, um, this is like, uh, my dad actually helped with researching on this uh, particular episode. He was talking about John Mills, Haley Mills' dad. Mm -hmm. He was knighted. 
Really? Yeah. Sir John Mills? Sir John Mills, excuse us. And um, I, it must be from all the stage work he did, because yeah, he was a famous stage actor in, in Britain. Yeah, he lived to be almost 100, won wow. at least one Oscar, and was in hundreds of movies, plays, and TV shows. Yeah. Wow. Shout out John Mills. And an even another, like, this cast for the time was just insane. Oh, yeah. Because the koala who is the pirate chief you know the main pirate bad guy okay um is played by ses uh sesue hayakawa i hope i pronounced that correctly that's i mean that sounded legit to me um and he was nominated for an oscar uh, best supporting actor for bridge on the river quiet oh wow okay um which have you ever seen that bridge no i've the, heard of it though that's a good one too that's a uh another good one like, yeah who was that? Who was in that? Was that Humphrey Bogart? No, that was the African Queen. Or was he in? I have no idea, dude. Hmm, I'll have to. I'll have to check. <laughs> um, but yeah, they really. It really did feel like a star-studded cast. And Everybody was cast very well. I thought. Apparently, according to James MacArthur, uh, Sesue Hayakawa um, showed up on set from mm-hmm. Japan with two quote. Very beautiful young women whose entire whose entire job was to fan him in between shots. What? 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 Yep. I my brain just stopped working. I was like, I. I mean, I guess. That's, that's uh, oh, crazy. That was Alec Guinness and William Holden and Jack Hawkins. They were in Bridge on the River Quad. Oh, okay. It was a military movie. Gotcha. 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 Um. Yeah, I I am curious to see out of the three brothers who you most identify with and like who who's your fave because if I could just give my own hot take, I know Dalton is probably the leader of the hot takes on this podcast. Um but if I could take the reins for just a moment, Francis, the youngest one, gave me heart palpitations. I think <laughs> I think as a teacher we had, we and we had uh, this conversation while we were watching this movie. I but will go ahead. say I will say that he obviously redeemed himself tenfold because his ideas ended up being really good ideas, and they we'll, used we'll them. We'll talk about that in a second, right? We're, but what? I think being a teacher and being a nanny for as long as I have, I watched him make like bad decision after bad decision after bad decision and like constantly going against his parents' wishes, putting himself and his family in grave danger and always like running off. Like there are 10 scenes in this movie where everyone's like, where's Francis? Oh, where did Francis go? Oh, he ran off. He's chasing a tiger. Like he just made me so nervous. And I don't remember feeling that way as a child because of course, watching Swiss Family Robinson as a kid, it's like the most fun ever. Like you watch the kids and it, they're having a lot of fun and you don't think about that. But watching it as an adult, I'm like, Francis, you need a timeout. I, I was all for it because <laughs> kids are going to get into mischief. Yeah, that's that's a given. And I'm all for for it. He look, they wouldn't have had any of those animals except for the ones that were on the boat. Where did the freaking elephant come from? Absolutely. Francis. Where did the freaking uh, ostrich come from? Francis. Absolutely. Where did the tiger come from? Francis. Mm-hmm. Where did the monkey come from? Francis. Mm-hmm. The tiger pit, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Francis. The pirate alarm system that everybody laughed at that he put up on the backside of the mountain, guess what? Alerted them to the pirates sneaking up from the back. Yeah. Francis. Agreed. I'm telling you, 
you may, it may he may have given you palpitations, but <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Absolutely, and that's why I said he redeemed himself like over and over and over at the end because all of his ideas ended up being great ideas, and he contributed a lot to the their survival, you know. And I completely get it, but just throughout the film, I was like. Francis, we get it. Sit down. <laughs> Stay still. It just made me like, I don't know, the the child care provider in me just um, was not happy with it. But um, so would you say that Francis is your favorite of the brothers? I love Francis, but I think Ernst, I think, was my favorite. Really? Why? Because he was work smarter, not harder. Like He came up with all the things right. that made things easier to do. And I'm That's all true. for that. Yeah, I get that. He did. He came up with the like Fritz, pulling all the animals. Yeah, Fritz. He's, a, he's just a meathead. He's not. Well, he helped, though. He was he was like the brawn. He, yeah, he was the brawn. And yeah. that's definitely a, a, a part. But it was almost like there's never a fleshed out character in the older stuff it's like you have the brawn and you have the brains there's never a character that is both of those things but yeah but you're saying like in this kind of a time yeah i think you're right um a lot of these characters written of this time were very two-dimensional and very like oh this is gonna fit this type of character trope i mean ernst was the smart yeah kid that liked school and francis was like the francis was the troublemaker yeah and then fritz was obviously the the meathead yeah i get that i get that for sure i um i loved my girl roberta um especially when i was growing up i thought she was super cute and she got to wear some of mother robinson's dresses and her like short hair and her hat was just iconic for me um But I, again, I think we talked about this uh, with Sound of Music. A lot of the, like, I don't know, quote, darker themes of these movies go over your head as a child, right? Yeah. And so watching this as a kid, you don't really think about why Roberta had to be dressed like a boy in her introduction into the film. But watching it as an adult, it's kind of dark for Disney to kind Uh, of allude to. I mean, they... Not good things would have happened. Yeah, if she was if she was captured by these pirates as a woman, it would be not even a woman because she's still a child. Well, yeah, like, as, I mean, was, as a young you girl, you have to yeah. think she's probably what fifteen, sixteen. Uh, she, yeah, I guess so. It probably in between the two older brothers, yeah. if I had to guess, yeah. Um, so her grandfather knew that yeah. if she if she was caught by the pirates as a young girl things would not be good. And so they dressed her as a boy so that she could survive. And that cut her hair off. Yeah. Um, And that as a kid didn't, I didn't even register for me and watching it back the other day, I was like, wow, 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 wow. So um, anyway, that was, I I really liked her character. I think. Yeah, that was a, she was a great character. And like she brought, because uh, let's be honest, it's a lot of, maleness it on, is. on this it really this is movie. mother robinson is quite outnumbered for par- most of this film <laughs> yeah um well i mean she all of this film because there's four boys yeah and there only ends up being two that's true yeah you two, don't really see any girls, other women yeah. yeah uh so we mentioned francis getting all these animals throughout yes. this movie mm-hmm. um to populate the island with animals 500 animals were shipped in from all over the world wow. to uh to tobago 
to film this movie. Uh, eight dogs, mm-hmm. two giant tortoises, 40 monkeys, two elephants, six ostriches, four zebras, 100 flamingos, six hyenas, two <laughs> anacondas, and a tiger. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's These crazy. These temperamental uh, stars, in quotes, uh, cause a lot of issues. Um, because at one point, like, all the flamingos just flew south. Oh, no. And they lost all of them. <laughs> they were just like, bye. <laughs> uh, they returned uh, a few days. or They returned the next day. At feeding time because they didn't wow. know how to get food. Those flamingos um, were non-union. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ele- one of the elephants um, was named Rocky, mm-hmm. uh, and she was named that because she enjoyed having her head rubbed with a rock. Oh, it just felt good. It was like a massage. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but she almost killed. Kevin Corcoran. Oh, no, the little one? Because he rode her a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the scene where uh, they're waving goodbye and he, or uh, not goodbye, but when they pull the boat into the water with the elephant and yes. he's riding the elephant, you know, he falls off. Yes. Well, the elephant stepped on him. <gasps> he <laughs> Un- almost killed, water. <laughs> killed this child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. I mean, I'm sure having that many animals on a set would have been crazy to have to deal with. And there was a, um, um, story-wise, there was a reason why there were so many different kinds of animals. What was it? That they were like, oh, they, they had, the two brothers had a conversation that they were like, oh, that's why there's so many different animals from different oh, places. Oh, the land bridge. Land bridge. Yeah. Okay. There was a, a a land bridge at one point between uh, Africa and where they were because they were supposed to be going to New Guinea. Mm-hmm. Um. So the tiger that Walt Disney insisted on being in the film. Amazing. When they put it in the pit, the trainer assured everyone that it can't jump out of the pit. Oh, my God. Guess what it did? Jumped out of the pit. Jumped out of the <gasps> pit. <laughs> oh, man. Was that trainer fired? Because. Uh, maybe. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, and I, I, I mean, I don't know if there's any way to research this or if you have it in front of you in your stats, but I said when we were watching it the other day, this was probably back before there were animal wranglers, right? It was just no, probably. They had, they had animal trainers. They yeah, okay. they had trainers. Because um, that, yeah, you. You can't just bring in wild animals. I guess they right. did kind of bring wild animals, but they all ha- are being taken care of. All the birds, they had someone that fed them and kept them up. And yeah, they all got shipped in from other places, so they're probably from zoos. There or were other... some. There were some animals though that were in some pretty like dangerous type scenes, like the oh, two dogs they stuffed a zebra in a mud pit. Yeah, and let hyenas dance around it. Like, and then the dogs like almost drowning in the ocean. This like... was before there was a. Uh, rules as far as right. animal endangerment right i don't i don't we didn't watch all of the credits i don't know if there was a disclosure at the end no animals were harmed in the making of this yeah. film because i have a feeling uh, maybe somewhere there were there at this point in time i don't think they necessarily cared as much about that oh womp womp i hope not um okay so let's talk for a second about the design of this treehouse because i am obsessed 
It's just so all They of, actually built this in the tree. That's awesome. I was going to say the designers and like the set dressers and stuff must have had so much fun trying to figure out like what exactly it looked like and like the practical uses for things like the oh, ice box yes, and the, yes. the wheel and stuff like that. Just coming up with these ideas must have been so cool. And coming up with that based on only what they had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, okay, well, we have all these pipes that we can use. Right. They didn't have pipes. Right. They had bamboo shoots. <laughs> yeah, and it so all had to be practical. They had to all come up with different ways to make things. Yeah, it's and it just it's just so... It's just so, first of all, beautiful aesthetically, but also useful. Like there wasn't ever, you know, anything extra in that treehouse where I was like, oh, they could have done without that. Like everything I feel like had a purpose, you know, I really liked it. So the the treehouse, it was actually built. It was a triple decker treehouse and a 200 foot spread of a living Saman tree, S-A-M-A-A-N. Okay. Um, and the the art director John Howell he he had spotted the tree uh, through the through a fence on the island mm-hmm. and was like that is capable of holding a whole bunch of people in it at yeah. once. And so they started building the set on it. Um, and then John Mills's son, who was out there during all the filming and stuff, he would play on the set for hours. I, I mean, I would too. Oh my gosh. And even after the movie filmed or stopped filming and everybody left, uh-huh. th- they just left the treehouse. Well, there. that was my next question is yeah. if they had to tear it down at the end or if they just they kept it up. They didn't tear it down. They left it up, but a hurricane tore it down not long later. Oh, sad. So, but that tree still is alive. Wow. Like you could still go and, well, as of this article that I'm pulling my information off of, which, uh, I don't see a date on, um, but as of this article that I'm getting this information from, it it, it was still alive and still there. Wow! So you can I mean, you can go see the tree that the Swiss Family Robinson that's treehouse cool. was built. That's in. very cool. Um, or you could visit the replica in Disney World. In Disney World, um, again, one of my favorite things to do in Disney. World I love it is so much to, because they have the music playing yeah. and it's just so great. It's so good. It's so good just to walk through. It's so much fun. I did forget because while I was doing my research, I was reminded I forgot that um, there used to be one in Disneyland too. This was Family Robinson Treehouse was uh-huh. in Disneyland first, but it got changed to the Tarzan Treehouse. So now it's the treehouse from the Tarzan movie in Disneyland. But in Disney World, it is still the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. And yeah, that's definitely another thing that we do every time that we're there, just to walk through. And there's never really any sort of line. It was transformed into Tarzan's treehouse in 99. Yeah. So it was Swiss Family Robinson treehouse for for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you know what they call the tree? What do you mean? Like what do they what do they call that tree that they built? No. They call it Disneyodendron Simperflorens Grandis. That's wow. its Latin name, and it means large ever blooming Disney tree. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. That how like how extra of them to be like, no, this needs a Latin like scientific <laughs> I mean, name. <laughs> that just is the it, it's the they they go all in with their stuff. I they, guess so. Like, we're gonna give this a backstory. Yeah, we're gonna give all of this. Absolutely. So 
we we'll have to go. Is the Tarzan Treehouse still? The Tarzan Treehouse is in Disneyland. In Disneyland, yeah, uh huh. And That's that one, cool. I'm sure that they refurbished it to make it so that it was the treehouse from the Tarzan movie. Which you don't see very much in the Tarzan. No, movie. it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning mm-hmm. and one scene at the end when he goes back when he's yeah. an adult. Mm-hmm. Huh. But hopefully, knock on wood, knock on all the wood that will make a treehouse that um. The Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse sticks around in Disney World because it is wonderful. And yeah, like you said, the music always like gets me. It's the music that not only plays in the treehouse, but I'm pretty sure it plays throughout Adventureland as well. Like on that like parks loop that every every one of the yeah, land has. I'm sure it probably yeah. does. It's so good. Ugh, I want to go back. I want to go back so bad. Um, okay. This is just something that I needed to point out because I think we talked about it the other day when we were watching it. But going back to the cast real quick. The dad, John Mills, has a very like over-exaggerated British accent, like almost stereotypical, like rich British accent. And the mom. Well, no, I'm saying he is very, very, very British. The mom only slightly has a British accent and then all three boys are American. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I, you did point that out. It's very interesting. I don't know if the boys just didn't know how to do a good accent, but they're Swiss. That's right. where the name of the book and movie comes from. Right. They were from Switzerland. So why they chose to give them not a Swiss accent, Well, maybe, unless they were all trying to do a Swiss accent. Maybe that was too hard. I was going to say, maybe. maybe we could do some more research on like the older Swiss Family Robinsons and see if they had Swiss accents. The, or if, the, the 1940 Swiss Family Robinson? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, because we'll I feel like... We'll have to watch that. Although I think that was an American version of the movie as well, so I would think they probably were... American. I feel like just um, the, a Swiss accent would be more difficult to fake than a British accent would. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have to think that too. Um Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the 1940 mm-hmm. version. Uh, the opening narrator was Orson Welles. Okay. And other than that, I don't recognize anybody else in this movie. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure we don't. I mean, I watched a lot of old stuff like that at my grandparents' house. Yeah. So. But the only one I, I recognize is, uh, yeah, Thomas Mitchell. He played... Um, Thomas Mitchell played William Robinson, which I'm guessing was the father. Okay. Uh, and he was also in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the only one I really recognize. But anyway, back to this film. Yes, back to Swiss Family um, Robinson. What is your... I think I know what, this, what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. But what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene. Okay, this is hard. Ooh. Okay. My favorite scene as a kid. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite scene as a kid and what's your favorite scene uh-huh. now? My favorite scene as a kid was the animal racing. Oh, yeah. Because it was always one. just so much fun watching everybody They were race. having just such a good time. Yes. On the different animals. They were screaming and yelling and um, they had like fun hats on. <laughs> I just like remember really loving it as a kid. And I still liked that scene as an adult. Um, but as an adult, my favorite scene. Ooh. Okay. It's a tie between showing the mom the house for the first time. Oh, yeah. Taking her through all the rooms and stuff. I really liked. Um, And when the 
um, when when the boys and Roberta come home for Christmas. That's a good and they're scene. Singing. And they're singing Oh Christmas Tree. And then tree. they all like they do the dance around the room and stuff like that. That's probably my favorite. What about you? Um, similar. I do like the coming home mm-hmm. at the Christmas, the Oh Christmas Tree, Oh Christmas Tree, yeah. that scene. Uh, and I do really like the when they first when you first see the treehouse mm-hmm. and you get to see like the refrigeration and yeah, all the, how all everything the rooms. works. You see everything because you don't necessarily see everything throughout the rest of the film. That's true. Uh, they typically stay like in in certain spaces in that living room area mm-hmm. or they're on the ground. Like you yeah. don't, they're not in the treehouse a whole whole lot. Right. Um, I've always liked the 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 final battle scene really yeah with the pirates with the pirates and all of their traps and and that's things true. like i just love watching all that play out that's very true all of the it, it's all very satisfying mm-hmm. all of the tricks and all the things that they do to Blowing catch the pirates the bridge mm-hmm. the pits the coconut bombs the the rock explosion Oh, excuse me. The rock <laughs> explosion, the logs, it's just all Everything, of that. Everything, yeah. And them just like having, I mean, it's just, it, if you have the high ground, you have the advantage. That's true. That's true. Um, I did really like that. I liked how everything how everything played out. Um, and that actually brings me to one of my last notes here. Um, do we actually physically see anybody die in this movie? Or is it all just like alluding to the fact that they're dead? I I don't know that you actually see anybody die because a lot of times all, I think well, I mean except for maybe that guy that is an obvious dummy but that oh that falls that falls off the side of the mountain and you watch his body hit the ground yeah. and it's obviously a dummy that guy's probably dead <laughs> Yeah, I think I just kind of I was waiting, especially in that last battle, um, watching for it. And I and it felt very Disney fied to me. Yeah, it felt very much like we're going to throw rocks and then those pirates are dead. I mean, but we they, just they definitely shot people for so sure. For, for sure. sure. Those but people we are just dead. Did, I don't think that they spent a lot of time on like showing the death scene. No, it wasn't anyone. about the dying. It was about defending yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to jump back in time a little okay. bit. When the boys go off, when Fritz and Ernst go off to to determine whether or not they're on an island or not. Yeah. Um, and they're going around. You remember a scene after they rescue Roberta, mm-hmm. um, after they find out that it's not a cabin boy, it is a girl. Yes. Um, when they're trudging through the swamps and uh, Fritz gets attacked by a 200-pound anaconda. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the water. In the water, yeah. And that scene goes on for like 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, we get it. <laughs> he almost died. <gasps> he did? He was really wrestling a real anaconda. No, he was not. Yes, he was. That was real? It was a real snake, yeah. Why did they use a real snake? Because screw... Well, they didn't have CGI then, and they really didn't have a means of doing something fake like that, I guess, but... But I feel like for doesn't for, it look more realistic when it's real? Yes, but for the scene that that he was doing of him wrestling it in the water, it would have been very easily easy. Oh, I he think almost, to have he a, almost, like a rubber snake. Well, he almost drowned. Really? Yeah. But but I'm saying they like, had to like the two handlers had to like come in and help like get him out. But I'm saying why use a real anaconda for that? Because we never see the anaconda's face. You could yeah, just you use a dummy. You do see his face. He's holding his head. 
the whole time. Right. Almost the whole time. He's holding his head. It's just and he's shocking like, hit to him me. in the head with a knife. It's shocking to me that they used a real one. It's not. It was the 60s. I guess. But I, did that's he when have they, any sort that's of when, snake wrangling training? Well, he probably didn't. But there was people there that handled reptiles. That's crazy. I so think he, it's dope. Wait, so he almost died because he drowned, not from the snake? Well, the snake is just going to wrap around you and try to suffocate you. Anacondas, that's what they do. They, they, they're they a constrictor. So they wrap around you and squeeze you until you don't breathe anymore. And then they swallow you whole. So he's not going to, like, bite you. I mean, he can bite you, but it's not going to do a whole lot because they don't have... Uh, uh, well, I'm not a reptile expert, expert so I, I don't necessarily know this for a fact. But I don't think they have, like, fangs like vipers or rattlesnakes or and things like that do they i think they're more of a they swallow their prey whole after asphyxiating it oh okay so that's what it was trying to do squeezing the air out of them in the water trying to drown it basically yikes that's crazy right yeah i mean the just the fact that he almost died while doing it i love the dedication to the art yeah seriously now it's like okay now we're going to make it computer. Yeah, but wh- how would they would have done that? What? What is that sentence? Yeah. How would they would have done that? How would they have done that with a CGI snake? It oh, they've done CGI snakes. Snakes on a plane. All them snakes were CGI. I never saw it because it sounded dumb. So uh, I didn't I go mean... see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy. Any other fun behind the scenes facts for me? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Um trying to look up oh someone was in hawaii 50 that was another fact oh yeah um fritz so james MacArthur, uh later on in life was dano in that's right hawaii 50 that's right Bo- uh, of bookum dano <laughs> of bookum dano of bookum dano <laughs> if, uh, if you didn't know <laughs> that's funny uh yeah um what about uh the the end did you feel satisfied with the ending because there's this whole uh back and forth of like Ernst likes Roberta and mm-hmm. Fritz likes Roberta and then Fritz kind of doesn't like Roberta yeah. and then Roberta is flirting with the both of them mm-hmm. and what what did you think about I think that um I think the whole the whole uh love triangle thing was kind of uh it was fine it wasn't anything that I was like super interested in even as a kid I was just like "Eh." I saw her more um into Fritz than she was into Ernst I think that she was only flirting with Ernst to get to Fritz and to kind of play the brothers against each other because which is dirty because (laughs) these boys have been stuck on this island for I think in the book they're stuck on the island for like six months or something like that oh wow okay Uh, yeah I mean it's true it's not it's not the best thing for Roberta to do for for sure and Um, also in the book which was written in 1812, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pirates and Roberta aren't in the books. Oh, okay. So That's, they were just that added was to the added movie. for effect. It was it was literally just the the, the family on the island, if I'm oh, not wow. mistaken. Okay. Like I said, I haven't read it in a long, long time. Well, anyway, I saw her more with Fritz than with Ernst. I did, however, watching it as an adult. Um, Felt like it was kind of random that it was only Ernst like going off to Europe to study. I think that if that was going to be a storyline, it would have made more sense for like 
Fritz and Ernst to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they stay, Roberta and Fritz stayed, um, and Ernst went to go and study college, you know, or go to the university or whatever. Um, I think it ended up being like it. It definitely made sense, but there was a lot of back and forth with that too. Of like, will Fritz go to Europe? Or will he stay? Yeah. Um, but I did, I loved the parents' turnaround of. Oh, yeah, the mom. Uh, yes, yeah. that was because it was such a big part of her story at the beginning of like, oh, we have to get to New Guinea. We have to leave this island. We have to get rescued. And then at the end, for her to be the one to say, no, I think that we were meant to stay here is huge. Yeah. You know, and at the end when he's like, well, this will be a new colony and it'll mm-hmm. need a governor and they'll probably vote you go. And I was like, yeah, if they don't vote this, this first off, this man found this island. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, true. Granted, it was by a shipwreck. Right. They built a house there and have been living there. And they also defended it from pirates mm-hmm. like that's his island, man. I will, like, that's his island. I will say that throughout the movie, these men impressed me with the with the amount of things that they did not only did they build a working practical treehouse for their family to live in but then all of the booby traps and all of the stuff that we talked about for the ending battle i'm like all of these men are engineers and <laughs> they just like they come it's up with all ne- of these cool things I, I don't know necessarily i mean that's definitely engineering to it but that was back in the day where you had to know how to do those things in yeah. this day and age. You don't have to know how to do any of that. You, you're never going to be in that. Well, you hope to never be in that kind of situation. Right. So you don't know. You're not prepared. You're for not going to learn how to build a tree house in a tree. Yeah. You're not going to learn how to uh, get running water. You're not because he's like, oh, somebody can do that for me. Yeah. Like you, you don't learn things that in a one in a million scenario right. would help you out. Right. Yeah, that's true. So this movie took in about forty million dollars. Okay. Which is about three hundred and sixty-seven million dollars in today's money. Oh wow! So that it, it at the time and apparently ever, it has been one of the most successful family movies ever made. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I don't doubt it. I feel like, it, especially at the time, I don't think that there was anything really like it in terms of family movies. You know. Yeah. So. In a time where Walt Disney was acquiring the rights to a bunch of classic books and stuff like that, they acquired the rights to this novel, which was written by Johann David Weiss. Shout out. Um, but like I said, back in 1812, mm-hmm. they pretty much scrapped 90% of the book. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff uh, that they just got rid of in the book just because they wanted to kind of uh, – it was a, a – a wi- it was more like a wish list of what they would want on a deserted island kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then they kind of came up with all their ideas of what they wanted to see, and then they gave it to a screenwriter who adapted it all in and kind of tied it in with a little bit of what the novel was based upon. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. Anything else for me? Uh, I mean, I got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um so the the final battle okay uh against the pirates you know all of the booby traps and stuff that was a direct influence on the final ewok battle in star wars episode 6 return of the jedi really Be- because um 
George Lucas was a huge fan of this movie. How funny and is so that? so there's a lot. In fact, he named uh, Anakin Skywalker. He named Anakin after um, the director of this movie, Ken Anakin. Stop so, it. I'm not kidding. Like He was such a huge fan of this movie that he he's a lot of stuff from this movie is directly related to how he did some things in Star Wars. My mind is blown. That is craziness. So you did mention earlier John Mills being British and mm-hmm. how his accent was different. And he, he did feel out of place because he was the only English person. Like, oh, so the mom wasn't even British. Every, no, everybody else was American. See? That's funny. That is funny. It's like the opposite of Dick Van Dyke's problem in our last episode. <laughs> like how Dick Van Dyke fell out of place doing a British accent because he was the only American one. <laughs> so I got, I got a bunch of fun facts about this movie. Uh, and we mentioned the 1940 version mm-hmm. of this movie, which was uh, by RKO Radio Pictures. Uh, and Walt Disney Pictures bought all the rights of that version, confiscated all known prints of it, so there would be no comparisons to his version. Whoa, Disney. So they're like, okay, yeah, this movie got made 20 years ago, but we're going to buy all that and put it away. Now you can watch it on Disney Plus because they own it, but they completely scrubbed it so it wouldn't be compared. Um, And out of all the films that he has done, Tommy Kirk, who is Ernst, Mm -hmm. has said that this is uh, his favorite one. Aww. He, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he, he died young, didn't he? Or no? Didn't he? Uh, no, he's still, Tommy Kirk. He's, he's still, alive? still alive. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shout out Tommy Kirk. Yeah, he's still alive. Why did I think um, he like, I'm he had sure. like a tragic He did story. have a tragic story because, um, we'll get serious real quick. And they, the dogs, they were Great Danes. Boom. They which were great Which is, Danes. if you know me, that's one of the two dogs that I want. <laughs> I want a Great Dane and a Dalmatian. Dream dogs. Hashtag dream dogs. Yes. Hashtag hash brown. <laughs> hash brown. Hey, hash browns. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? Oh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy Kirk. Tommy Kirk. Is that correct? I believe so. Um, wait a second. Tommy Kirk. Yeah, because James MacArthur played Francis. Yeah, Tommy or, Kirk. No, no, no. You're right. Cochran. Okay, yes. Tommy Kirk. Ernst. Yes. Uh, so... In the mid-60s, you know, he was the it guy at Disney for a long time. He did a lot of stuff for Disney. He was in a bunch of different things. Uh, Also struggled with uh, his sexuality Mm -hmm. and came out as gay, Mm -hmm. um, which was a pretty big deal at the time. Um, And he actually ended up getting fired from Disney when he was 21, I believe, yeah, because he entered into a relationship with a 15-year-old. Right. Um, and and then, the 15-year-old's mom found out about it. Oh, And yeah. wrote a letter to Disney. And I think originally it was, he was like suspended, and then he ultimately, Disney personally fired him. Yikes. And so lost there- his job. There was also something I read. It was it was all of that, all of the above. Plus, mm-hmm. he was found at a party with um, 
questionable drugs. Yeah, there was some there was some drug involvement and too Disney as well. And Disney didn't want. And, yeah, a, like a, a, no Disney kid is going to be involved with that even today. With, with, yeah, with drugs and I, I think the gayness definitely was a the gayness, the gayness or being openly gay yeah. at that time was definitely right. a big thing. But also. The underage thing is a pretty big deal. Regardless, too. So, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. That, um, that's uh, why he went from being Disney's number one kid to out yep, of there. Yep, yep. Oh man. Well, um, to lighten the mood a little bit, unless you have any other fun facts that you want to share, any any worth sharing, um, we can get to our trivia. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think that, uh, about, um, wraps up all the fun facts. Uh, yeah, animals were actually injured making this film. Oh no, sad. But again, that was back before there was really rules about this. Yeah. There weren't Um, regulations or anything like that back then. Sad. Um, all right. Well... Um, on to on my those two, part. I was gonna say on those two super dark notes. <laughs> let's, um, hey, we can get dark here on uh, on the Magic Phantom podcast, and I'm sure we're gonna do uh, at some point we're gonna do some really serious movies that address sure. some, some steep topics. So yeah. there may be some more somber episodes in the future. For sure, for sure. Um, okay, so for you this week, I have seven normal trivia questions. Okay, and then I have three movie maths. All right. For a total of 10 questions for this game. Okay. Um, and and I think that's all I need to tell you because they're all pretty self-explanatory. Let me check. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Question number one. Where were the Robinson? Oh, where was the Robinson family headed before they got shipwrecked? They were going to New Guinea. Correct. Oh, do you want to give it a couple seconds? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Home. That's okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm quick with the draw. I know, I know y'all want to play along, too. Well, that's the thing is because you love trivia. I do love You love trivia. it so much, so you get excited, and I think that it's very cute. Okay, um, a lot of these, I hope it's not all of these, a lot of these we have talked about during the podcast, which is always going to be a... Um, a factor because because we don't know what we're going to talk we about. We don't know what really. we're going to talk about, and we, we make notes of what we want to bring up, but it's not like we script this. And thing. well, yeah, and we make it a point to do the trivia at the very end, so we don't know yes. if my questions are going to hold up. So sorry about it. Um, what are the names of the two dogs? Oh, that's a. I think I said that. Oh, that's who I was at the beginning you of were. the episode. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That would be the Great Danes, Duke and Turk. That is correct. Very nice. Um, another name for me, number three, question number three, the name of the elephant. I think this came up as well. It did. Uh, Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Um, when you were reading the fun facts though, I don't, I don't know if that was her, is that her real name? The way that, uh, that little statement was worded made it seem like that was the elephant's real name. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Question number four. What is the very first animal that the family encounters after arriving on the island? Ooh. Um, it's got to... Let's see. On the island, it's got to be that tortoise. 
Correct. Francis, when they get on the beach, he immediately takes off and jumps on this giant tortoise. Yeah, he and he's like, let's go, let's go. And the dogs are like barking at it. And that tortoise is just like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. The tortoise had a crazy day that day. <laughs> There's a lot of animal moments where like we were watching this and we would just look at each other as like, that zebra's like, why am I in this mud pit? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is going on here? Yeah, these animals were uh, were put through it. Those hyenas. Hyenas are native to the plains of Africa. Yeah. The savannas of Africa. Mm-hmm. They're on a, an island. They're yeah. like, what is all of this salt water? Honestly, why can't I drink this? The, like, variety, what is going on? the variety of animals in this movie is really, really crazy. All the animals from all around the world. like. And I mean, I get it. They, they try to explain it away as a land bridge, but... But are you telling me these zebras and tigers and hyenas and ostriches mm-hmm. and, and all these other things all had access to the same land bridge? Right. Yeah. I like, don't know. Tigers are native to jungles. Yeah. I, I suppose most of the other animals are African in nature, the hyenas, the zebras, the ostriches. Uh, but, like, the tiger is jungle mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy you you think india and texas not <laughs> india and texas <laughs> not <laughs> well there are more well i don't know if this is currently a fact but at one point there were more tigers captive in texas than in the entirety of the rest of the world the is, wild is that where a tiger king is based is that texas no that's oklahoma oh just kidding just kidding um that's funny okay and you Number... know who caused that shipwreck? Who? Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol Baskins caused the shipwreck. You heard it here first, y'all. It's her fault. Um, okay, question number five. I promise this is the last uh, animal question. Because oh, these first of, few have well, been animals. Well, there's a lot of animals in this movie. It's true. It's true. All right. During the infamous animal race that we have talked about previously. Is it infamous? It's infamous to us. Okay. <laughs> Which animal is each character riding? Ooh. So. Okay, so let's go through. Hang on. Let's go through. Roberta. Roberta is riding, what is it, uh, Duchess, which is the zebra. Correct. Oh, you know the names. I just had the animals. So good. Um, okay, Francis, the youngest. Francis is riding his elephant, Rocky. Correct. Ernst. Ernst is riding Clementine, the ostrich. Correct. And I'm pretty sure all those times he was trying to get up onto the ostrich, I don't think that was scripted. I think he was truthfully trying to get on and the ostrich wouldn't let him. Yes. <laughs> that was really it's funny. A, it's a fun... I, I, I wanted to point something out. Um, I don't know if any of our audience listens to Joe Rogan's podcast, but I was listening to it the other day and they were talking about zebras. Mm-hmm. And somebody said something about, can you ride a zebra? And he was like, no, you can't ride a zebra. Nobody's ever ridden a zebra. And I immediately wanted to point out this movie. It was like, yeah. they literally ride a zebra in this movie. 100% <laughs> multiple times. That's funny. And then um, what is Fritz riding? Fritz is riding Lightning the Donkey. Correct. Good job. Uh, bonus points. What is the monkey riding? <laughs> oh, the monkey is riding... One of the dogs. One of the dogs. Yeah. Duke, Duke or Turk. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that written down, but I thought it was funny. Um, so let's see. Question number. What were we on? Question number six. Question number six. Um, okay. What does Father Robinson say the island should be named? Ooh. I think he only says it at the end, but maybe he says it a couple of times. Ooh. 
I don't recall this. Ooh, did I stump you? You stumped me, I think. Um, I don't even know if I could even give you a hint. Ah, I could. New. Yes. Switzerland? Get out of town. Is that really it? You're correct. Okay, yeah. That was a complete guess. I just guessed. It was like, okay, so they're going to New Guinea. They're from Switzerland. New Switzerland. I can't with you. Because that was the thing. That was the thing. New York, it was named after York. Yeah. It's New York. New Hampshire, New Mexico, New Jersey. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're all named after whatever else. It's like, oh, it's the new one of these. So that's just what I went with. New Switzerland. That is correct. I I, I robbed you of a a victory on that one. You did. Okay, but I feel like I'm going to get a victory on the last one. Okay. Here we go. Last trivia before movie math. Here we go. Question number seven. Which of these Magic Kingdom attractions are not in the surrounding area of the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse? Ooh. So which one is not nearby? Okay. The Aladdin Magic Carpets, Jungle Cruise. Right across from it. (laughs) Aladdin Magic Carpets, Jungle Cruise, Splash Mountain, or the Tiki Room? Okay. So right across from Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is the the Aladdin's carpets. Okay. Uh, my initial instinct is to say Splash Mountain because I think it's the furthest away, but it's still in Adventureland. Or no, is is it technically Frontierland? Is where Splash Mountain is. Um. I know Jungle Cruise is right around the corner from it. I'm going to say... What did you say? You said the Tiki Room. Yeah, so it's either Magic Carpets, Jungle Cruise, uh, Cruise. Splash Mountain, or the Tiki Room. I'm going to say Splash Mountain. You're correct. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't with you. I cannot. Um, yes, congratulations, you are correct. Um, I had to look up a map to, <laughs> to figure it out. Uh, see, aren't you, you're, you're impressed, right? I'm very impressed. I, I know the parks pretty well. I'm or very, at least very Disney impressed. World pretty well. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've always had this thing, it's like, if, I, if, if I'm driving or if I'm actively like walking around someplace, if I pay attention to how to get somewhere once I can pretty much get back to it. You are really, really, really good with directions and I am the opposite of that. So I'm really glad we found each other. (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. We're getting into some movie math. We got three movie maths. Okay. Question number one. Robinson sons plus dogs minus pigs. So there's three sons, two dogs plus pigs. Pigs. Minus pigs. Minus pigs. So Robinson Sons plus dogs, that's three plus two is five, minus the pigs. I only recall seeing one pig. So I'm going to say four. You're correct. There's only one pig. Very nice. Three plus two minus one is four. Question number two. Um, The number of Francis's animals, the ones that he acquires. The ones that he acquires, okay. Times... The number of, quote, rooms in the treehouse. So rooms, I I am counting rooms to be spaces with roofs over its head. Remember that wide shot? Yes. Okay. 
So Francis's animals times the number of rooms. Uh, Francis's animals. So there, there was the elephant. Mm-hmm. There was the monkey. There was the tiger, and there was the uh, ostrich. Do you want me to say yes or no? Well, that's four. And then times the number of rooms. So there was the boys' room. There was the main living room area. And then there was the parents' room. So I'm going to say three. So four and three is 12. Okay. So you are correct on the rooms. There are three rooms. I had that there were six animals of Francis's that he acquires. Is that wrong? Because he doesn't acquire the zebra. I know. But and it's, all those other animals they bring on. Oh, you know what? I counted the two dogs. That's what I did. Yeah, the two dogs. Yeah, the two dogs. I wouldn't necessarily say they acquired. Well, he. Because they were on the ship with them. And. I counted them because Francis is the one that is like pushing his dad to keep them. I, I guess. But they do eventually go back and get all the animals. Yeah, that's so true. That's I true. feel like they would have gotten the dogs. At some point, anyway. Okay. But I okay. I see. So if that if you count out the two dogs, it'd be six and three. So that'd be eighteen. Correct. Very nice. But that again is debatable. So um, you can you can have that if you would like. All right. Last question in movie math. Um. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. It took me a second to read this. Um. The number of people who left to circle the island, plus the number of people who returned, plus. The number of animals that returned. All right. So we know that Fritz and Ernst went around to explore the island. Mm-hmm. They rescued Roberta. Mm-hmm. So two plus three is five plus the zebra that they brought back would be six. Correct. Yeah. You nailed trivia this week. I nailed trivia. Look you, at you. You stumped me a couple <laughs> times last week, so I had to make up for it. You did it. I am very impressed with you. Um, well, folks, that is another episode of the Magic Fandom in the books. We hope you enjoyed it. And like we said, Swiss Family Robinson and its um, uh, 1940s version as well are both on Disney Plus for and your viewing keep enjoyment. an eye out and an ear out for uh, the upcoming attraction that is apparently a, a Swiss Family Robinson TV series. Yeah, I'm very uh, interested to so see what that's about. Keep We'll keep our ear to the ground listening for that. Yeah. Uh, and be sure to remind y'all about that when we hear more about it. Absolutely. Uh, um, so should we talk about next week? I know we teased it last week. We teased it last week. Are you excited? I'm very excited because, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we watched the first film of this series last night. And you know last week when we brought it up, you didn't sound too excited about it. I, it's not that I wasn't excited. It's just that I had never seen it. You so had I never was seen like, it. I so don't there's know. a little bit of hesitancy there. Mm-hmm. Um but after last night, I think it's safe to say that you're you're excited to watch the rest of these. I am so excited, y'all. <laughs> I mean, just we're not going to really talk about it, but next week we will be talking about The Three Ninjas. Oh, uh, my goodness. The four films that are The Three Ninja franchise. Now, like we said, Dalton grew up with these, and I had never seen them before in my life. So I'm going in blind, and I already have copious notes about the first film so i'm excited to watch the rest and i'm excited to talk about it next week especially because it was one of your favorites as a kid yes very very exciting um so tune in next week for that 
Um, you know our ending spiel by now. Please, please follow us on Instagram at the Magic Fandom Podcast if you haven't already. And uh, be sure to send any critiques, any uh, notes, any suggestions, anything like that. If you just want to say hi, send that over to uh, magicfandompod at gmail.com and yes, we will please. do our best to get back to you on those. Um, and let me just go ahead and double check because I know we kind of plugged our uh, leaving a review kind of a game last week. So if uh, anybody has left us a review on Apple Podcasts, maybe we can read some funny ones. Um, let's see. Oh, we've got we've got one review, but this was, oh, you know what? Oh, we have a new one. Oh, guys, should I read this live? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It may not be good. <laughs> I know. What if it's a negative <laughs> one? Well, so the first one that we've had for a while is from back in March, and we can shout this person out. Um, so the username of this person, this is from March 15th, is Sucking Down Darjeeling. Do you know mm. what that's from? Sucking Down Darjeeling. Sucking Down Darjeeling with... I, I do not know what that's um, from. It's for me, what I think of is that scene in Toy Story where Buzz is at the tea party. Oh, and yeah. he's just like drunk and rambling. And they, he says, sucking down Darjeeling. Which Does isn't Darjeeling tea? I don't even know. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, this, that's, that's that username uh, that that person has chosen. So this is what that user has said. The title is absolutely love this podcast. As an avid movie fan, I so enjoy listening to Dalton and Alyssa. The first couple of episodes have brought up so much nostalgia. I can't wait to listen to whatever comes next. Is that so nice? Are you listening? That is, yeah, that is very nice. <laughs> I was like, hello? Uh, That's very, very sweet. Would you like me to read the next one? Uh, sure. Um, shout out the username, if you uh, like. Yeah, so this is from May 23 Skidoo. Uh, Let's see. Uh, always positive, but not without a few legit gripes thrown in for flavor. I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing that's probably thrown at me. Um, <laughs> it's patently obviously that these two are having a blast talking about their favorite everything, new, old, and in between, full of fun facts that are sure to surprise with plenty of games and quizzes to satisfy even the most hardcore fan. Nostalgic without being syrupy. I, I, I like that. I, yeah, that's I like that. Yeah. Uh, these casts bring back fond memories of some of the best parts of our formative years up to and including today. Oh, so I love that. Shout out 23 Skidoo. We appreciate you and sucking down Darjeeling so yes. much for leaving that. Uh, and like, if you want your uh, review, review I, I went blank for a second. <laughs> I was like, if what? you want your review read on the podcast and shout it out, then you gotta, you gotta leave a review. Yes, you gotta please leave a review. do. Please do. We will definitely shout we you love, out. Even if you don't, we still love you. We yes. love all of our uh, fans that are listening to us week in and week out. And we appreciate all that you do to help support us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, we will see you next week for some three ninjas. And I'm very excited for that. Otherwise, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye now, y'all. Bye. What's that? What's the what's the Swiss Family Robinson song? Do 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 do. Isn't that what it is? Do 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 do